When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, welcome to your Hollywood Crime Scene mini episode. Hello. Um, Desi got scolded. (laughs) Look, I I have to say something. Okay. I'm sorry, I have to say something. Desi got scolded for pronouncing Nevada wrong. Oh, excuse me, it's Nevada, according to this person. Look, I think Nevada, Nevada, it's kind of like caramel or caramel. You can say it both ways. Yeah. That's my opinion. And my other, excuse me, I'm not done yet. I'm going to say this as, <laughs> I'm going to say this as Melon is uh, using the litter box. Oh he's God. mad too. He's angry. You can hear it <laughs> in the way that he's scratching. <laughs> we work really hard on this show and you have to understand both of us have teeny tiny mushy oatmeal brains and our little mushy oatmeal brains expend a lot of brain cells putting together these shows for you guys. So I am sorry if we don't pronounce Nevada. I don't remember the correct way. Apparently it's supposed to be pronounced. I'm sorry. Yeah. Actually, I'm not sorry. (laughs) Also, we are both high school dropouts. That's something I just want people to consider the source. If you listen to an hour long show and your one complaint is a word was said wrong. Come on. Just you, I've never corrected someone the way they said something on a podcast. I don't get that mentality, but it's very, uh, it's very hall monitor. I just feel like a mama bear cub right now because Desi had a really fucked up past two weeks. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm seriously I'm protective of you right now. You had a really fucked up past two weeks. We're not going to get into it on the show, but please consider the source. We're both dumbasses. We've said it. We've given that. Explanation. That disclaimer is there. It's you know we what? have an explicit disclaimer. We need a dumbass explain disclaimer on our podcast. <laughs> Just like I've said before, give me a break. Yeah, give me a break. Okay. Oh, well, we're off to a great start. <laughs> Everyone else, continue as is. <laughs> You're great. Okay, so we do have a few uh, celebrity stories. The big one is our old friend, Real Housewives of New York star, Luann DeLaSep. I'm probably saying that wrong, too. She got into a big, big thing at a gay piano bar. Did this, you see this story? This story is incredible. It's, <laughs> this, let's break it down. because There's a lot going on here. So we're talking uh, about Countess Luann. Countess Luann drunkenly took over a mic at a gay piano bar, belting out tunes and, t- and telling the booing patrons, fuck you, <laughs> before she was eventually kicked out. Though she denies she was given the boot. Now, she's obviously, we've talked about her before. She has publicly been in a battle with sobriety or however you want to say it. She's been on and off the wagon. Uh, and she does tend to have this happen when she starts drinking again. Uh, I think she was arrested in Palm Springs for a very similar belligerent, uh, behavior. I think she got pulled over and was basically I'm Countess Luann kind of thing. Um, she really monopolized this piano, which 
Look, we all know you do not go into a gay bar <laughs> think you're going to own the place. <laughs> I don't fucking care. Maybe if you're Patty Lapone, you can get away with it. Like, So she, at this piano bar, patrons of the bar could use the pianos? I think it's like a almost like a... Yeah. I mean, have you ever been to one where I've you can never. just go... Yeah. In New York, especially, I have been to several where you can go up and sing. And it's almost like karaoke. Uh, you go up... With the piano guy, he practically knows every song, like so, within a sort of reason. So she got up there several times and did a 20 minute rendition of Money Can't Buy You well, Class. Well, she wanted to. She grabbed the mic and simply would not stop, says one source. Luann thought she was doing her act. Like she's like, this is my, because you know, Luann famously does cabaret now. She wanted to sing her own song, Money Can't Buy You Class, but obviously the piano guy uh, didn't know it. They, they, they basically focus on standards. <laughs> also, how do you even play that on a piano? You uh, can't. Well, the piano player was like, I don't know that song. And she responded, it's a hit. Now, this page six article puts in parentheses, the critically trashed song apparently sold 19,000 digital copies. Is that a lot? I, I mean, it's a lot probably... For a non-musical artist, right? I I would say that makes sense that it sold that many copies, but I would argue that millions and millions of people have heard the song and know the song. Yeah, but I still would not say it's a hit. It's not a hit. It's a hit amongst reality TV people. I don't think people outside of Bravo TV world know it. Correct. I mean, yeah. So this is a 2010 auto-tuned single. It has lines that include elegance is learned. Um, the snarky source sniffed. It's not a Cole Porter standard. It's not somewhere over the rainbow. <laughs> First of all, I love this source because he's like taking digs. Now she's obviously very drunk. She keeps belting out jumbled versions of song, which are intolerable. According to the source, the crowd begins booing her. And this is all happening in front of stunned drag queens, including Tiffany and Coke, shiny penny, Lauren or dare and chandelier. Uh, said the source. <laughs> they were, to make matters worse, these drag queens are sitting there appalled. They were clutching their pearls. Now things took a turn for the worse when Luann began yelling at the gays, quote, you don't know me, I'm a cabaret star. <laughs> this is all very <laughs> Gloria Swanson and Sunset Boulevard. Um, so the video, there is a video taken by a person. I haven't seen the video, but I guess page six saw the video. It shows Luann um, very crude, snarling at the crowd, fuck you, while singing on the mic. Oh, God. The tipster said Luann yelled at other patrons on the microphone and then was thrown out for getting aggressive with the bar's customers. I would give anything to have been there that night. Yes. Now... A very hungover Luann explained to page six the next day, I was at rehearsals all day yesterday uh, for her upcoming Broadway cabaret show at Feinstein's 54 Below. I went to dinner with Broadway producers. We were in a celebratory mood, drinking champagne. Then she went to Townhouse with Kinky Boots producer Jim Kirsted around 1030. And there was a bunch of people singing. It was a fun, boisterous crowd, according to her. She got up, sang a few Broadway songs they were playing. I realized I was a little bit tipsy, but we were having fun. And it was getting late. I'd been rehearsing, and I was in the mood to sing a few songs. (laughs) Then Jim said, Lou, I have an early rehearsal. And he left. So she's there uh, alone. Uh, So she obviously... Yeah, I mean, the, that's a nightmare. <laughs> the the night that's like that would be the only thing I would worry about 
doing drunk, not being rude. I would never be rude, but maybe going a little past <laughs> like one more song, <laughs> but not in a rude way. And I'd probably back down very quickly. Um, I would love, love to see this video. Same. I, I, I like, we have to get the video now. Um, yeah. How do we get that? Where's our influence when we need it? <laughs> so now after that explanation of everything happening Saturday today, she did issue a formal apology. She said this week after a regrettable incident, I was faced with the truth. <laughs> I want to apologize to the staff at townhouse and anyone else I may have offended with my behavior. Clearly with my struggles with alcohol are real. Uh, so I mean, I don't know what to say with Luann. She has gone back and forth on this drinking thing. I think she is a classic person who thinks after being sober for a while, she can have a glass of wine here and there. Uh, And I'm guessing a lot of people think that. And, you know, there's lots of ways to be an alcoholic. It's not all violence and whatever. It's just being kind of out of control in these situations. She can't control the amount she that she She cannot control... She can't have two glasses, no, apparently. That's that's not how alcoholics operate. Yeah, so I have no idea what she's going to do. I'm imagining after these sort of incidents blow up, she usually gets back on the wagon, so hopefully she does and gets better soon. Now, the other big story that we've talked about before, Kanye got... Uh, suspended from Instagram. I saw that. So Kim Kardashian released a statement thinking, saying that she thinks his Instagram suspension was fair. I like that you have to, we have to comment on these things now. Uh, he basically, basically what happened, he's just continuing to go off the rails. Uh, Trevor Noah, the host of the daily show. I, I don't know if it was a post, a video post or a thing basically was like, Hey, I like, I'm a huge fan. I adore you. You've meant a lot to me. He was trying to get Kanye to seek help and, and being very uh, sympathetic and sort of caring. I thought, um, he said, it breaks my heart to see you like this. And Kanye went after him. He basically used a racial slur that kind of replace the word kumbaya. I'm not going to say it, but you can probably find it. Uh, basically saying, oh, kumbaya, like let's all work together and heal or whatever, Jesus. sort of mocking his caring uh, nature. I don't know. I think he was also banned from going to the Grammys because of his recent behavior. So yeah. Now he's dating this other girl. Uh, I don't know what she is. Chani Jones. Is she like a model? Maybe she's just a model. And she looks a lot like Kim and that's, sort of cops her style. That's what people are saying. That's what people are saying. And I mean, I, I see a similarity, uh, but she's like, no, I, I don't look like Kim. <laughs> she like made a, she made a, uh, announcement, I guess, to the tabloids or an interview saying she doesn't look like Kim. And not only that, her and Kanye never even talk about Kim. Now I find that very hard to believe. Because I feel like Kanye is thinking about Kim 24-7. I agree. Uh, So it's possible in their small amount of time they probably spend together that he doesn't mention it. But I don't know. I don't buy it. So what else do we got? Oh, wait. This is not exactly a news story. But I found a really cute cat on um, (laughs) TikTok. (laughs) I found it when I was looking for stories. He has like an anime snore. 
What's the TikTok account? The TikTok, the cat's name is Ho Siob Kim. It's H-O-S-E-O-B. And this cat is fucking hilarious. I followed this cat. He has uh, very unusual meows, snores. He's talkative, but it's like unlike anything I've ever seen. This snore uh, sounds, people say it, it sounds like an anime voice. Uh, it's very cute. So if you're looking for a, a cute uh, cat to follow, I highly recommend uh, this. Now we have some food news. This one was interesting. A Louisiana Popeye's restaurant is now home to a real live rooster. So a couple of months ago, Popeye's customer in Louisiana, this is from Food and Wine, our favorite food <laughs> news source, uh, and people started tweeting. One woman tweeted, y'all, why does Popeye's have a chicken coop by their drive-thru? <laughs> um, she posted a picture. There is a small red and orange chicken coop placed near the restaurant right beside the, sign, right beside the signs advertising their chocolate beignets and strawberry lemonade. One commenter joked that the coop was an example of farm to table or a parking lot to table. Uh, It is kind of weird. Like, here's the food. We're about to, I mean, I don't think it's rooster. It's like, here's an example. It's kind of like, why would you torture those poor birds (laughs) with their future? (laughs) Like, right next to that seems very weird. It's... The bird is in a coop? Yes. Why? So the general manager of the Popeyes said that a single rooster appeared the day after Hurricane Ida hit, and he's been hanging around the Popeyes parking lot ever since. Where did he come from? Uh, he said, we looked around the neighborhood and no one was like, it's our chi- it's not our chicken or it's our chicken. So the staff at Popeyes adopted the rooster. They named him Rocco and they built the coop for him next to the Popeyes uh, drive through window. <laughs> <laughs> they also give him food. He he regularly eats um, dirty rice or pieces of biscuits. <laughs> so this guy, other than the trauma of being next to Popeyes, which probably doesn't bother him, he's living like a king. Yeah. He's eating Popeyes every day. Love. It. I mean, we all would be happy, except for that he's not eating the chicken. It didn't look like that. He's getting pie, biscuits, dirty rice. So, I mean, our chicken's probably vegetarian. They probably eat mostly grains, right? Yeah. Um, Another chicken restaurant in the news is KFC. In Australia, KFC is offering an 11-course tasting menu. (laughs) Look, one of my favorite things is lowbrow food getting a highbrow treatment. Like, I love it. From a very early age, I had a Nathan's uh, hot dog cookbook. Wait, and on, really? <laughs> yes. I want to, I always try to want to get it. The cover of the cookbook was you, hot dogs formed in a crown roast with the little white papers on it. Wait, you had that as yeah, a kid? I did. But you want to get it again? Yeah. So if anyone wants to find that for me, uh, send me the link and I'll, I can buy it. Uh, so I love, I always, that was what made me buy the cookbook. I was like, Ooh, (laughs) not that I would ever eat it, but I just love the idea that someone made a crown roast out of hot dogs. Um, so if you want to have an 11 course meal at KFC, uh, you can do this in Australia. Now this is a degustation menu and it is created by a chef of um, a Sydney restaurant. So it's like co-created. What's a degustation is the first uh, question most people ask. And this is a progression of rare and familiar Kentucky Fried Chicken herb spice and sensations, texture, flavor, harmony. It's elevated to the stratosphere. So it's a, it's a fancy way of saying a lot of food, uh, but KFC style. So 
what is in this meal? The 11 courses include supercharged wings, which are are charred over charcoal, potato and gravy course, which is a potato bun accompanied by a gravy candle. <laughs> Sorry. Wait. So I guess the candle melts and then you can dip up the gravy. I have no idea. Popcorn chicken. Yum. Mm. Served with celeriac soup. Celeriac, um, mushroom yolky and basil, and then you get an original recipe drumstick that has been dusted with gold. <laughs> and the tongue twister, which is a variety of sauces that have been poured onto a plate in the shape, shape of Colonel Sanders' face. So that's the sauce uh, face. So this is all gourmet food inspired by KFC flavors. Yes, yes. So this is $75 per person. Jesus. Uh I would I would do it. The qual I would do it too, but is the quality seventy it's like they're not using KFC ingredients. No, I think this is all KFC inspired. inspired. Okay. Yes, because it's this chef that's big in Sydney. And I guess this is just like a fun thing they're doing. Uh that sounds good. If any of our Sydney listeners, because we have a lot of listeners in Australia. Yeah. Go check this out if you have the funds. I would love for <laughs> I would love for one of our listeners to go to this and report back to us. I would read a 3,000 word article <laughs> reviewing each course. <laughs> kind of like that one of the woman who went the, to the insane restaurant in Italy, the bad restaurant. One of our listeners went to the Cleveland haunted or horror, oh, right. the horror movie themed restaurant. That and, was a great and he, email. And he reported back, and I was so excited about that. Yeah, I would love to have more uh, reporters. On the on the front, free correspondence. Free correspondence <laughs> work for us well, for free. Well, no, but if you go somewhere, you yeah. can tell us about yeah. it. Well, my friend Bill Oakley, he has a very funny, fun Instagram account where he reviews fast food items. He often has people who like travel the world and they report back to him. Uh, so they'll be like, "I was I went to Burger King in Germany." Or wherever, and they'll report all the weird things on the Germany menu that they, that we don't have here. Yeah. Or people in in the U.S. who get like you know how they have a a trial product, but it only goes to certain cities. Yeah. So people will report back to him on like whatever these trial part, you know. So he kind of shares their stories, which I guess benefits them. But yeah, uh, I think that's fun. I like when we we get those reports because you can't do it all. Yeah. We, I mean, if I could travel around eat all those places, I would. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The last food is. Food one, it looked really good. It involves um, two things we love, Megan Thee Stallion and Gold Belly. (laughs) Is is this from Food and Wine also? Uh, No, this is from Houston Eater. So she's she's launched, um, well, she has a song out called Sweetest Pie, and now she has a uh, Gold Belly item that we can all purchase. Um, This is the second time she's been involved in like a food-related launch did she have a sauce at Popeye's? Yeah. She had like a hot and sweet type sauce at Popeye's. Um, oh, it was called Hottie Sauce. Yeah. It was orange, sweet, and spicy sauce made with honey, apple cider vinegar, and alapepo Aleppo peppers. Alapepo. It's like that tongue twister. Please do not correct me. I've had it. No. So this is Megan's H-Town Hottie Pie. It sounds really good. It is a gooey, sweet, salty Texas twist on pecan pie that is loaded with coconut pecans, butterscotch chips, and dusted with gold. It looks really good. Let me see it. I mean, I like pecan pie, and I think butterscotch and coconut sounds like it would be good. It's kind of like a chess pie or something. That sounds delicious. Yeah. I was... 
I was looking at Gold Belly recently because I think I told you they have Veselka on there now. Yeah. Uh, and I always crave it. Um, we should do a Gold Belly order. Yeah. Like a soon. fun one and we can review it. Yeah, let's do we'll it. We'll be our own, for, our own foreign food correspondents. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's all our news. We'll take a break and be right back. 
witnessed anything <laughs> where I could look at my phone for five minutes, go into a complete K hole, and then look back up at the screen, and it was the same shot. That Jesus, it was that slow. Wait, what is it? It's called invasion. And <laughs> that seems very uh, mismatched. Well, it's it's about an alien invasion, so you oh, know boy. that I was in, instantly like, oh, I want to watch that. I love sci-fi shows. I love sci-fi movies. This, I okay. There were aspects of it that I really liked, but pick up the fucking pace, my god. That's what I mean. Like, I am definitely a slow burn person. No, this, but if I'm sort of like a little irritated, then you've pushed it too far. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't even. It was just so unnecessarily slow. Yeah, it was. Uh, it felt like it was doing it. I felt personally trolled. Well. Now that you have Apple TV, you should watch For All Mankind. I will. Because that's really good. And I want to say, the other thing I said, people talk a lot of shit about HBO Max as a streaming app and how it's bad. I think Apple TV is terrible as a a streaming app. Okay. Because it's very not user-friendly, which is crazy because I've had Apple products my entire life. Yeah, that should be the most user-friendly. Just my Uh, opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I, I find... I find all streaming apps to be kind of irritating. Here's the thing about streaming apps. We're very spoiled in this day and age, so it's it's absolutely ridiculous that we're complaining at all because we have all of this content at our fingertips right. whenever we want it. But they all definitely have their own unique thing that I think is wrong about them. It's just... Here's the truth. We're paying you a lot of money. Fix your fucking app. Like, <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like, Yes, we're spoiled, but... You're getting money. Make it good. Like, why Why am I buffering sometimes? That's what I want to know. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, what is it, 2004? Like, I don't want to fucking buffer like I'm watching a video on the early internet. I, like, that's happening to me on Amazon Prime lately. Really? Because I watch, I have some services through Prime, like Showtime and stuff like that. And there's a show, like, I cannot watch because it buffers so much. And then I'll go on another streamer and it's fine. So I know it's not my internet. Yeah. I don't know what's going on, but it's so, it's like, I can't watch it. Like it's unbearable. The thing that annoys me that Paramount Plus does is that after an episode finishes, the screen minimizes. It doesn't just flow into the next episode or give you the like pop up where it's like continue to the next episode. The episode's just like, we're done. And it's, it minimizes when the credits roll. I don't like that. There's been several times too where it it minimizes or moves on, and it's like no, there's still there's still scenes happening over the credits or something. Yeah, have you had that happen? Well, why do they do that? I, that's actually common where the they'll that's that's common with a lot of them is they don't let you watch the whole credits. You have to like opt into that, like you have to click on something. But this, the entire screen minimizes and it doesn't flow into the next episode. You have to manually oh. Gross. It, it's it's hard to explain, but it's like there isn't even like it's not like the credits minimize. Yeah. It's like the whole thing minimizes. Oh, the whole that's picture, and then it it's like no, you will only watch one episode of this at a time. Yeah, because most most things keep playing. It won't. Yeah. It doesn't. That's very irritating. Yeah, and Apple TV. The thing that I think is irritating about it is it doesn't. When I go on, I mean, may, I'm maybe I'm clearly a, I'm dumb. Like I might be doing something wrong. But every time I go to that site, I 
have to like search for severance because it doesn't have like right up at the top, like pick up where you last left off. Yes. Do you know what I I'm hate, talking about? I hate that. I've, that's happened to me on other um, things too. Cause I like rely on the shows I'm watching to be up top. <laughs> but that too. was happened when I was watching yellow jackets. Uh, it was never up top. So then I had to fucking type it in on my fucking remote. <laughs> literally the most annoying like that I don't know what it is about having to use your remote to type in that takes so long for me because if you fuck up once it's like god damn it I have to go back one like it's so irritating it's like I watch it every week I was watching yellow jackets every week put it up fucking top like why am I searching for it I kind of need you to watch this invasion show okay because there's aspects of it that I do think are really well done and really good and the premise of it is really interesting to me but what is who's in it? Is there any big names? Or? No, there's okay. no big names. Yeah, I haven't in it. heard of it. But it's so slow. I couldn't believe how. I just. I need to know if anybody else has watched this show, and if you also agree that it is incredibly slow. Like I well, was. Yeah. I, I've never seen anything like it. Okay. I mean, Apple TV is very weird. I feel like they don't promote their shows because I never. I only hear about like three or four shows. Me too. And I know they have way more. Yeah. Uh, so I have no idea what they're doing. I guess they just have a ton of money and maybe just, they just don't care. I have no idea. Um, the other thing I want to shout out is I I did the Soundtracker podcast this week, or I did it. Sun. I recorded Sunday. It came out yesterday. We talk about the movie Pretty in Pink uh, and the soundtrack, obviously. It was very fun. I was very tired, so I hope I did a good job. (laughs) That was when I I really wanted to research a lot and do a really good job. (laughs) So obviously, uh, I had my difficulties, but I think it was fun. Uh, So please check out that podcast. Rachel will be on it soon, so you should subscribe so you can get, get get, get it when that comes out. And... Yeah, all those things. Give it a review. Check it out. Only um, give it a nice review. Yeah, only give it a nice review. Do not go on. Do not embarrass me. <laughs> I, Strict mommy. Do I'm, you but pinching you under the someone table? Someone giving like a th- a three star review. Like, yes, I like Desi's episode, but the rest is yeah. garbage. Don't say that. Just be nice. Just be nice. If you don't, a, Eric is a very nice guy. If you don't like a podcast, just move on. That's what I do. I don't have time to uh, be mean to someone. No. I only mean to people who hurt me personally. <laughs> That's some strangers who are doing their best. Uh, yeah, Eric is very we nice. We're falling apart here. Seriously. We sh- <laughs> some women just complain on their podcast rather than going to therapy. <laughs> And that's us. <laughs> that's us. Uh, so yeah, no, you'll like it. It's a great podcast. It's very fun. Eric is a nice guy. He's a great host, knowledgeable, all of that. Uh, so check it out if you haven't already. And I listened to it because I was in the other room. While oh, the- right. Well, <laughs> she was texting me when I couldn't remember something. Mary I'd get a text. Masterson. I like. I kept wanting to say a Mary Elizabeth Master Antonio. <laughs> like that was all that was coming into my mind. And I like, I knew it wasn't right, but I was like, I cannot think of that fucking name. Like, I had to text you. Because there was a few Marys in the 90s. <laughs> Mary Louise Parker. Yeah. Like There was a few Marys with middle names going on uh, during that time. But I listened to the episode because I was in the other room when they recorded it. And it's very funny. Yes. And Desi spoke at length for two hours. <laughs> it was long. It was a long show. And you did a great job. So thank you. Uh, thank you. 
that really was hard. Cause sometimes when you're going over the song, sometimes I'm like, did I just be like, yeah, I like that one <laughs> without saying something smart. But sometimes I don't have anything to say uh, about each song. I liked your description of the, uh, was it, who was it? Was it uh, Love and Rockets or Echo and the Bunny Man? Oh, right. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was Echo and the Bunny it was Echo and the Bunny Man. You, I liked your description of that of that song. Oh, bring on the dancing horses. Yes, yeah. I tried to get technical, but of course, I know zero technical terms. <laughs> <laughs> no, I uh, liked that though because that's how I would have described that song. It's hard to talk about music when you don't really have the technical lingo. Well, you know how like music writers, they're kind of like a special. Like they all seem to, they know the technical stuff, but they also are like, it's a bubbly pop fizz of a, do you know what I mean? Like, but they're combining the two. So when you only have bubbly pop fizz on your, on your side, like that kind of stuff, you feel like you're not saying it right or describing it correctly. I'm not able to describe like, this is in a three, four. Yeah. Or like production terms or like, I don't know when something is like eight tracks or like, this is a, you know, this is a Moog synth. Yeah. So anyway, it was very fun. Uh, I did have a great time doing it. It was nice to talk about. It's nice to go on a podcast just to talk about something that we don't talk about. Right. Like it's sort of like refreshing every once in a while. It feels like it kind of rejuvenates you a bit. Like, okay, I got to be on my toes. Not the slackers. (laughs) Like we can be. (laughs) I got to do a good job for somebody. Um, So yeah, check it out. It's very fun. And Rachel will be on in like a month, I think, or so. Uh, Something like that. I'm scheduled for the beginning of April. Okay. So not even a month. So yeah. Uh, check it out. Did you listen to any other new pods? I don't have any new pods. I don't have any new podcasts right now that I'm listening to. Uh, I really don't. I wish I did, but um, I'm watching. Yeah, the, those. The, I'm still watching the Good Fight. Oh right, and it's 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 good. I mean, like God, the acting and like. The actors on The Good Wife slash The Good Fight are just so good. And like the guest stars they get are just so amazing. Yes. So it's just such a, it's just, I, I'm really enjoying it. It's like the two, it's the shows I never, ever, ever thought I would like. Yes. On its face, it's like not something I thought I would be into, but I am enjoying it. They're very good. They're very well written and acted and the production is like top yeah. As far as network TV goes. And there's swearing on the good fight. Oh, right. Because it's not, you like you said last week, it went direct to streaming. Right. Now, I do want to mention this. I didn't watch it yet, but I'm going to try to find it. And I thought it might be a good homework assignment or whatever you want to call it before next week's main episode. There is a um, miniseries starring Debbie Mazur as Ava Gardner. Oh. It is called Arda Madrid, Burn Madrid, Mad- Burn, and it is about her time in Madrid. Uh, so I'm going to try to watch it before this week's episode because it's going to focus a lot on um, her time in Spain, uh, including some things where, you know, they had a really sort of uh, dictatory type person in charge of Spain when she was there and they thought she was an American spy. And this is kind of focused on them thinking she's a spy for America, but she's really just a party girl yeah. living it up in Spain. Uh, so yeah, it looks really interesting. I love Debbie, Debbie Mazar. 
Uh, so uh, if you want to check that out, I'm definitely going to try to before um, that episode comes out since we're focusing on that. I don't know where to find it, though. It might be hard to find. Yeah. Um, and then let's get to food. What did you eat? Well, um, I did make a St. Patrick's Day dinner. It looked so good. I actually made it the weekend before because I was <laughs> planning on eating healthier this week, so, but I wanted to have that meal, so I had it Saturday, and then I posted about it St. Patrick's Day. Let me tell you, I make the best St. Patrick's Day meal. My secret is that I do not cook the vegetables with the meat, because then they just become boiled and flavorless. You saute them. I saute my cabbage in butter, and I put caraway seeds in, mm. toasted. It's a really good side dish year round. I make it all the time. It is so fucking good. It's just like a whole head of cabbage, like a tablespoon or two of butter and like a tablespoon of caraway seeds. I love cabbage. I do too. It's so underrated, but this is such a good dish. Uh, You'll love it. And I also roasted my vegetables. I did parsnips, carrots, and potatoes, and I just... I roasted them in a little oil, but then I put butter and dill on them to make them a little... You know, jazzier. jazzier. It was so good. <laughs> Sounds good. The other things I do that jazz it up, I pickle mustard seeds and put that on the side. Uh, it's very easy to do. And I make a little pars- parsley mustard vinaigrette type sauce to put on it. It's very, it's very elevated St. Patrick's Day. I also made um, cupcakes with Guinness, which I hadn't done before. Um, they were really good. They're very, uh, they kind of have a malty almost like a mocha flavor. It's like a chocolatey cupcake with a little hint of mocha. You have to like boil the beer down to like a little syrup kind of thing, but it was good. Um, I was thinking next year if I do it to make like a Bailey's whipped cream on top instead of (laughs) the frosting, which was very similar flavor, but good, but very chocolatey. But I was like, this would be good with whipped cream. Uh, Sometimes whipped cream is a good... A little topper. I agree. Um, Yeah, that's all. I have been looking at some hot crust buns recipes because now I'm like obsessed with having them. Yeah. Because I've never had them, I don't think. They're so good. And if I have had them, I bet you it was very bad because I've never thought to have them again. Right. And that usually happens when I, you know, have some at some, maybe as a kid at some church thing and they're dry as fuck, (laughs) gross, rock hard rolls that taste bad with raisins in them. Like I am a fan of raisins. I'm not a raisin hater, but when you have something bad with raisins, it's very unappealing. (laughs) Like to have a dry thing with raisins in it. I don't know. That combination is just very church to me. No offense. (laughs) I mean, I come from a church background, so I'm speaking about what I know. Yeah, there's something about raisin. It's like, no, no, don't try to trick me with some raisin wetness. <laughs> You're dry, <laughs> fucked up roll. <laughs> um, so yeah, I re- I found a good recipe, I think, and I really want to try making them. Nice. So maybe we can do it together. Let's baking do it day. together. Uh, um, hopefully it'll be more successful than my hamantaschen, which I've been thinking about nonstop, <gasps> what I did wrong. We didn't even talk about that on the show. No, we can talk about it right now. Okay, so we... Last week, uh, we recorded our Sorry. mini episode, and we said that we were going that we were currently in the process of making hamantaschen. Yes, uh, we each made our own recipes. Right. Now, mine turned out great. Desi's, there was a problem, <laughs> and we were trying to pinpoint what it was. I'm not blaming Desi for this because I've had Desi's baked goods before, and they're excellent. 
Yes. I was trying to think, like, I do feel like it's possible your baking powder was expired. That could have been one element. It could have been a con. A few yeah. things. Uh, and then I feel like I should have folded them more like you folded yours rather than doing her version because the dough wasn't sticking together. So right. when it would heat, it would fall apart and then everything would just seep out. Like, I think if the dough stayed together, like the shape, it would have been fine. But yeah. they just seeped out like a big fat pussy. <laughs> they literally looked like, it looked like the, the tray of hamantaschen looked like when you see those things where it's like, every pussy is beautiful. <laughs> There's all different kinds, different lip variations, etc. It looked like that because some of them were all together. Some of them were very loose. <laughs> some of them were in between, but they were all beautiful. It didn't taste bad. I like the filling combination for sure. Um, and then I saw Bell's Bagels, which we've talked about before. They had some interesting hamantaschen uh, fillings yeah. that I thought we should try to use your dough. I think your dough is good. Yeah. Uh, from what is it, New York Times? Yeah. I think we can use your dough with other fillings. I probably. Agree. They had one that was like uh, poppy seed with like a hint of rose water or something, which I thought sounded like it could be good. Um, but yeah, I liked their combos. And my my mom found a recipe that was like rose water and pistachio. Ooh, that sounds good. Yeah. So maybe next year we'll try your dough with the poppy seeds and other toppings right. and just see how that works. Right. Because I do like, I'm not like the hugest fan of the poppy seeds. Like I can have one, but it's like a little too much poppy seed for me. So I would probably prefer other toppings right. or fillings. Um, so yeah, I think your dough though is good. That yeah, was like the it perfect was like, dough. Because it was like a shortbread cookie. It's yeah, the very, dough tasted good on its own. Right. Like it could have been a good cookie. Right. Like a tea cookie or yes. whatever. Um, so yes, let's do that next. I, I'm determined to get one batch, even though at this point I'm like, I don't even love these. Why am I working so hard? Because I want to get one good batch. Right. Although my um, the marbleized ones I did with the cheesecake filling last year were very good. Right. Um, so I'll just keep trying and then hopefully it will work. But we'll do the Easter rolls next or the hot cross buns. Sounds good. Um, anything you ate? Yeah. Oh yeah, you went out to a good dinner. I went to dinner with my my uh, my high school Desi. My yeah. high school best friend was in town from Paris where he lives and we went out to bar restaurant in Silver Lake and we had a very good meal there. We had octopus. Ooh. And we had a frise salad with like a potato underneath. It was Yum. like a secret potato. Oh, I love it. It was good. And then we had this fried cod over a bed of rice with like snap peas and a sweet and sour sauce. Yum. It was good. It was really good. And then we had like a cake. For dessert, yeah. so we split. We split everything, and it was a really good meal. And then I had a really painful facial on Thursday that left me in tears. So I ordered a bunch of noodles from Woon in in Echo Park, which they make really amazing handmade noodles. Oh wait, I don't know this place. Oh, we got to order from them. Wait, what? How do you spell it? W O O N. Oh, okay. So like it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The noodles we had, I'm oh, they're really good. Okay, I just I, want I love these. those I love when a noodle is like handmade. It's like chewy and yes. really But mm. what kind of what kind of noodles it's did Chinese. you get? I know, but what flavors? What Oh, well, they have two options. They have a vegetarian one and a beef one. 
And then the beef is like shredded beef or ground? It's like, yeah, it's like slabs of beef. Okay. It's so like, they only have two options. They only have two noodle options. I like it's it. It's a very small menu. They also have like it. a pork bun you mm, can get with oh like a God. pork belly bun. And they have, I got, <laughs> I ordered a lot because I was, look, I was really upset. We we haven't recorded our after, we were going to record our after show the other day and I apologize we didn't, but we're going to record it after this. I will go into more detail about why I was so upset <laughs> when we, after this episode, uh, but Needless to say, we I ordered a lot of stuff after this appointment because I was so upset. Eating away the pain. I <laughs> I was so oh my god. So I we also got chicken wings, like five spice fried chicken Ooh. wings. Those okay. Were really good. I'm so hungry now. We should order from them together. I always forget. Like yeah, because I've never heard this place mentioned. Because I, I always forget it's yeah. there, and then whenever I remember, I'm like, oh yeah, Woon. I love Woon, and so yeah, that sounds really good. Uh, so I really like. We'll try it. I really sometime. like that place. Anyway, uh, we're finally going to record this week's after show again. I apologize. We I had to run. I had to run to that appointment. Yes. When we were supposed to record it, that's right. Uh, um, yeah, it was too. It was cutting it close. Um, so we will. Yeah, so we'll do our after show now, and so we'll, we can find it on Patreon. There, pa- patreon.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. If you want to hear that saga, yeah, go over. Bye. Right, bye. Thank you.